big brew. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Pastor Marcus Zill. We are joined here today in the student union with Pastor Bill Jensen checking in from Normal, Illinois. How are you doing today, Bill? Hello, Marcus. How are you doing? I am doing fantabulous. Happy to be home in the queue, not traveling as much anymore, although my last trip took me to your place. I was just with you in Wittenberg Lutheran Student Center in Normal, Illinois, serving students at Illinois State University just a week ago. It was kind of a special occasion, huh? I'm still uh, kind of coming down from it. I it mean, was, not because uh, was I was there. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful day. Yeah, well, it was, by all accounts, just a great day. It was a special occasion, and I also happened to be there because you guys, uh, a chance for the, a dedication of of a new steeple, a tower project, and some other things. I want to hold that off just a little bit because I want you to tell the story of how we got to that point. But first, tell us sure. about campus ministry at Illinois State how long have you been there? Tell us just to give us a little snapshot of campus ministry there in Normal, Illinois. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, our Central Illinois District, part of the uh, the missions in the district, they sponsor four campus ministries uh, in a tight, small area like this. There's uh, you know Illinois State, Western Illinois, Eastern Illinois, and and U of I. Of those four, the ministry here at Illinois State is one that is kind of a strictly campus ministry. We're not a town-and-gown situation. So we have a full-time ministry here, and, uh, you know, the district owns our building. They put a big investment into this place a long, long time ago. Oh, absolutely. No, and it's it's an awesome... years ago. 37 years ago. So that... And what's interesting about that, so we're talking late 70s, right? Right. The the ministry's actually been here longer than that. I think it traces back to... uh, the 20s, there's been a Lutheran presence here on campus, Sure, and uh, they were calling the, the gathering place the Wittenberg Center even back into the early 60s, but then they the, the district uh, bought a piece of land and built a very nice facility here with a chapel and, and uh, accommodations for the, for the students and uh, office space for the, you know, for the ministers here. Technically, I'm a missionary at large. And for a lot of the listeners out there, I I get asked this all the time in my uh, day job position as the director of campus ministry for the LCMS, you know, how, how are, you know, what's a typical campus ministry look like and how is it organized? And I always have to explain there's about 20 different models, but in your situation, you some, some plate like where I had served university of Wyoming and Laramie, it was very similar situation. The district owned the building heavily subsidized the, the campus ministry, but it was a congregation, so I was called by the congregation. We had to work closely in partnership with the district. In your case, all that's still true, except it's not a congregation, and you're a district, um, basically a district employee, for lack of a better term. You're called by the district for the purpose of, of doing campus ministry there. Correct. And seven, eight years, something like that? That was my ninth year. Ninth year. I always tell people, you're one of the exceptions to the rule. When I was younger, I wanted to get into campus ministry. 
uh, right away. It's all I really thought about when I went to seminary. I was like, hi, I'm here to become a campus pastor. And they're like, well, aren't, you have to be ordained first. I'm like, okay, well, I'll do that then. <laughs> but you, they always told me uh, that, you know, you got to get out, do something for a couple years, you know, go into serve in a regular parish, which I did. Um, and uh, But you are one of the very few that went directly right out of seminary uh, right there. And um, anyways, we're very grateful that you were there. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, the Illinois State <clears throat> are the Redbirds, right? Yes, that's now, right. You actually played college football at one of your Illinois State's heated rivals, right? Very much so. Uh, Western Illinois University is uh, um, where uh, our colleague uh, Mike Burdick is the pastor uh, there. He was one of the first uh, campus pastors that uh, currently serving that uh, I, 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 I got a chance to hear him talk about his life uh, in campus ministry when I was still in the seminary. And, uh, and I, I got a little bit jealous, I'll admit, of, uh, of what that was like. So when, uh, when I came to my placement interview with, uh, with uh, Dr. Nielsen, and uh, we were talking about where I was going to go for my vicarage, and I said, well, don't count out campus ministry. I would love to, I would love to be part of that, too. It's kind of one of the parting things that was said. And next thing I know, I'm serving at Illinois State, which is, uh, which is a bit like being sent to Nineveh, uh, for Jonah, uh, I, uh, I I never thought from that a I'd Western be Illinois that. University alums perspective. Very very bitter bitter rivalries between Western and, and Illinois. Well, State. and you and, okay. I was just pondering that you got to tell this briefly. Tell the story. I don't want to spend the whole time on this, but it's the Western Illinois University Leathernecks, and Correct. a leatherneck. That's like a isn't that like a nick like a a, a a military nickname of some sort. For the United States Marine Corps, correct. Yeah. They, um, so how, how the, the heck uh, did they get to do, what's the story there? Well, there was a, a beloved old coach and athletic director named Ray Hansen. He was called Rock Hansen. And, uh, and the Rock um, commissioned the United States Navy for permission to use the name and the logo of the Marine Corps. Uh, for Western Illinois, so that was—they're the only school uh, in the whole country that has that type of uh, of permission from the from the United States military to use uh, use their logo and and their their name. Wow, so the image, I mean, that, that blows the my mind. Mascot is a bulldog. A bulldog, kind of a, Marine Corps, kind of a bulldog. <laughs> but uh, Other... <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I suppose you know. I always and... think sometimes these. You know, like it's the University of Alabama Crimson Tide, and their their mascot is an elephant. So yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we would we would uh, lovingly call the the ministry there uh, the the Lutheran ministry at Western. We would call them the Luthernecks. The Luthernecks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and and in in the exchange, then I I'm heard that uh, here at Illinois State we're called the Wittenbergs. The Wittenbergs and the so, Luthernecks. You know, what's funny about this is I didn't realize, because you guys are both in the Missouri Valley Conference, and no, this is not ESPN Radio. Uh, you guys are in, in the Missouri Valley Conference, and this this has been my fall to go to also, I, this year I've gone to, I think, almost every one of the schools. I was at University of Northern Iowa for their 
75th anniversary. Then I went to South Dakota, South Dakota State, North Dakota, and North Dakota State. Because you guys got a pretty good rivalry with, I mean, now, <clears throat> you know, a lot of our campus ministries, like uh, Pastor Steve Schultz up at um, North Dakota State, uh, you got a story you like to tell. I, you, I, I totally deny this, but why don't you go ahead and tell me what you claim that I did? Yeah, well, this is, uh, I guess this is still kind of uh, up, up for uh, uh, verification, but the, uh, the, the very first LCMSU conference that we had down in St. Louis, um, what was that now, six years ago? Yeah, it was five uh, years ago. Two th- oh, four. Five years ago. Technically the, uh, four, but almost five uh, unwrapped conference in 2013. Well, it was it was held uh, early January, and uh, and the the uh, the day after the conference ended uh, was the uh, was the day that uh, the Illinois State's football team. Uh, I was actually serving as the chaplain for the football team then. Was going to meet the Bison of North Dakota State down in Frisco, Texas, for the championship, hmm. and uh, and. Coincidentally, when we got our room assignments, I find that I'm rooming with Pastor Schultz, uh, who I had the pleasure of meeting for the first time that day. But sure. he came decked out in all of his green and gold. Oh, they're crazy uh, up there! Colors, and uh, of course, we had uh, we we were riding you know riding a wave of enthusiasm. So you too. you claim collusion that I, I colluded was, to put was, you guys in the same room for that reason. I was pretty sure that you were just kind of stirring things, stirring things up. With. I can't a, imagine that I. Weekend. Oh yeah, but I can't imagine I would ever. You know, that would be like kind of like somebody accusing me of uh, <clears throat> being at your place last weekend for this dedication, and then finding out that one of your students that I've gotten to know, who's a wonderful violin player, wasn't asked to play violin, and you'd think it'd be kind of like me saying, "Well, I'm not going to preach if she doesn't play tomorrow." Like, like somebody would actually, oh, wait a minute, I actually did that, didn't I? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're glad she did. And it worked. <laughs> I said, that, I'm not preaching her, uh, unless Charlie Schuler. sore from being twisted so, so badly <laughs> the before. But anyways, well, so last question on this front. So when, when, um, when, the, leather, when, the, when the Leathernecks play the Redbirds, who do you root for? Yo, know, um, very few people know this. My, my wife... Um, is, is uh, really about the only one, but um, they're they're both purple and red in in my ensemble. Oh, you play both sides. And, uh, <laughs> well, once you're a leatherneck, you're always a leatherneck. Right? Neck. No, I, that's, so that's you're an alum. I I get it. But um, but I, uh, I I'm developing some uh, some strong loyalties. Uh, uh, of course, after nine years, this is our home now. Sure, and, absolutely. Uh, I un- I understand. Uh, I, I have both brown and gold for the University of Wyoming and also uh, University of New Mexico Lobo gear. So um, I understand how that works. So, okay. So tell us the story. Um, basically, what you guys weren't necessarily, you maybe had some renovations on the horizon there at the Wittenberg Lutheran Student Center, but you kind of had a had kind of an event that happened that kind of prompted them to kind of take front front stage. Yeah. What, 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 tell us the story. Well, uh, the take, you know, go back to, uh, April, end of April, last spring, and it's a week before finals week. And I get a call at three o'clock in the morning from the police department that there's been an accident. 
and I need to come down to the chapel. So I get down there and, and uh, find a, a car that is wadded up like a crumpled wad of paper uh, in our in oh, the uh, in the parking lot and uh, bits and pieces of the car all over the place and uh, the, um, the 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 chapel you know one section of the chapel completely demolished and uh, um, very very thankful that you know nobody was hurt. And uh, by the by, the grace of God, the, the driver was uh, was spared. And, and how fast was he going? No, was it a was it a multi car wreck, or was it something that one, just... yeah, one car accident? The police uh, the police had him clocked at over ninety. Wow! As he ran the stoplight right next to our uh, right next to our chapel. So, um, so that but by the grace of God, again, you no know, no students were uh, were in. Uh, in the facility, uh, you know, typically, if this had been finals week or uh, the week that they were cramming and getting their studies in, there could have been students here even at that hour using our kitchen, cooking, you know, bacon cookies or an early breakfast or sure. pulling some kind of an all-nighter here because uh, that's that's kind of the way. If you're a student, that's what you do. Used. <laughs> it Absolutely. is, and and uh, uh, we we were able to. Uh, walked through the whole accident with the police department and uh, uh, didn't get a chance to to meet the driver of the car for uh, for several months afterwards. But I finally did get a chance to meet him and uh, introduce myself to him and, and basically said that you know we hope that he realized the second chance that he was given through this and uh, he he seemed to be very much aware that. Uh, that he shouldn't have survived that accident. So, well, I'm glad you had a chance to. We're hoping to. that those ties can make uh, that those those will be some another opportunity will open up. No, abs- absolutely. Yeah. And so, so basically, let's let's fast forward. And so you had you had some op. I mean, I'm, there's every campus ministry always has some renovations that they want to do. But basically, this took out part of your kitchen area mm-hmm. as well as a shed and kind of a corner of the facility. So what what did you work towards and what was the finished product? What was it that we just dedicated uh, last week? Sure. The, well, the, the insurance company, uh, the, the, uh, the policy that the district had taken out on, on the chapel was able to cover the repairs for um, all of the, all of the stuff that was damaged. We, uh, half of our kitchen was uh, was in a shambles, and uh, it took out you know, a section of our building that was that was uh, basically for storage. But it was a, a brick, it was a structural element of the building, and uh, we we were able to really start right off uh, from the very beginning with uh, with the repairs. We had to do some emergency shoring to keep the you know, roof from collapsing, and and uh, all these brick walls had to be replaced, and we decided that uh, rather than build our shed back in a in the shape of a triangle like it was, we built the shed back in the shape of a square. And not knowing that that was going to lead us to really kind of the next the next step in the way God was leading us, um, we we were able to economize a little bit on on some of the insurance work. And, uh, but I was, my phone was ringing 
the very next day from alumni and some supporters that we had that just wanted to help somehow. And before we knew it, we uh, we had more funds than than the repair required. And I went to the district office and talked to you know my colleagues at the at the district and asked, you know, what do we do with this? And uh, it was it was decided early on that we needed to do something that uh, was every bit as visible as the accident was, if not mm. more. So uh, in, in the effort to make our, our, our chapel be more visible physically uh, and also make our chapel be more identifiable in church, uh, we, we came up with the idea of putting a steeple up. And, and it was a natural thing once we had the, uh, the, the basic square structure uh, that was going to be rebuilt that we just extended that structure up another Ten feet and and uh, and modified the roof so that it would be a steeple instead of a uh, instead of a pitched roof and before you know it we had a we had a tower and a steeple we had someone come across with a donation for uh, for a, a, a fabricated cross to go up uh, it's going to be lit and everything everything that we envision for this as far as being more visible and more identifiable has come true and uh, it's and, just uh, uh before it's, I know it. it's absolutely remarkable um because if anybody's ever seen this facility and i'm going to have the picture with the archive here of this program um you know there are not, a lot of times the earlier campus ministries even though it's a wonderful facility they didn't you, you didn't really many of them times you know especially when they're called student centers it ne didn't necessarily look as churchly from the outside as maybe it could and 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 so here this accident led toward the opportunity to actually put the steeple up and to uh I, it's just uh and here, and here, what's what's also remarkable to me is that you have a construction background. I mean, here God led you to this place to be the pastor, um, and you also have a construction background. Because I'm blown away that you guys got this done in like nine and seven, eight months. It's really yeah, rather praise remarkable. God. But we just yeah, have I, about I, we just have about four or five minutes here left in the show. Um, how how do you uh, when you think about God's providence in this? Uh, what kind of scriptures come to mind that? Uh, that kind of come into play when you when you reflect on all of this. Well, the the, the one story that um, that keeps popping back uh, as we talk about this and share this story is you know, obviously the the story of of Joseph and his brothers and his uh, his response to his brothers when they were uh, sorrowful for what they had done and and uh, and Joseph. You know, replied that the, the evil that they had intended was something that God turned into something very good, and we we see that happening uh, again and again in many situations. And sometimes we have to sometimes we have to look for that in in the bad, and uh, and so that just to me and and to the students here is just reinforced. You know the concept that God is is way out in front of us. Mm. And he, he was way out in front of us every step of the way sure. on this, and I think we have to be taught that in our lives. Um, 
and, and, and reminded of it regularly. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, more often than not, we think that we need to be out in front of him. Right. We're sitting so, here telling God, God, why did you let this happen? God, why did a car hit my campus ministry at 3 in the morning? You know, why do I have to, instead of uh, doing the things that I would normally do, we have to focus on this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I'm sure it took away from some of the ministry at some points just because, you you know, in a situation like this, you kind of have to do a little of everything. Oh, um, yeah. But God totally, I mean, here you are going from the pinpoint place People need to understand this. Is your the facility is kind of on a triangle of three three. It's like like three roads, and you're sitting in this middle of this island that's kind of triangular shaped, um, for lack of a better term. This 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 car spins out of control, hits you right there, and now the next thing you know, nine months later, you have a steeple that's going to be lit, marking the spot where that happened. Uh, but you're also dedicating it. It gave you a chance to honor. Uh, your first uh, campus pastor there. Tell us about that and who who this is dedicated to and why. Well, the um, the, the pastor who was here when the chapel was being designed, uh, he really oversaw the design as well as the construction of this place. Is um, Reverend Bob Lang, and um, he served here you know for several years from seventy seven to to ninety one. And um, uh, his fingerprints are all over this place. So uh, we and were he, uh, for everybody's by the uh, news. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Well, we were in the middle of the summer. This uh, this summer, we were saddened by the news that uh, um, he he died unexpectedly. And uh, as we were, the the decision had really already been made uh, to go forward with the. With the with the tower and the steeple, and uh, again, you know, collaborating with uh, with my colleagues at the district and uh, with uh, with their blessing, we uh, we we decided that uh, if anything here deserved to have somebody's name on it, it would be Bob's. For everybody's sake, uh, Pastor Lang was one of the true pioneers in campus ministry of the last fifty years or so. He started. Three campus ministries up in um, Kirksville, Missouri, also down at Cape Girardeau at Southeast Missouri State, then at Illinois State. Then he left Illinois State, and he came to St. Louis, where he became the, uh, they called them then, the counselor uh, for campus ministry, basically the role that I have. And he's the one that told me you never get into campus ministry until you've been out for a couple years. <laughs> but he was an encouragement to me as a young pastor. Then he retired he became the director of International Student Ministry Incorporated in his retirement. And down to nearly his last day, into his early 80s, he was walking on campus at Washington University in St. Louis once a week on Saturday mornings to teach the Bible to internationals. What, what a gem. What a, gem what a gem of a man with a pioneering spirit and a true role model for the rest of us in campus ministry. So I'm tickled to death that you guys dedicated that to him and his his lovely uh, wife um, had a chance to come for the occasion, and you presented her with a plaque. It was just it was a wonderful wonderful day all the way around. Well, and your your being here was uh, was really just kind of a coincidence that made it uh, made it even more special. But we were planning on having you here for that Sunday uh, anyway. Yeah, we didn't so even just know that we'd, the uh, we'd be at a point happened. where we'd be able to 
celebrate a completion of anything by that time. Oh, and it, yeah, but, and I'm sure there's still little little things to do. I didn't see the steeple light up. In fact, I still want. I still think you should turn the thing into a a bunk room in the upper loft of the place. I'd be. <laughs> in fact, I would be happy to come and sleep there if I visit again. But we'll we'll set you up a, a hammock up there. Well, anyways, uh, bring a bring a jacket. There you go. Um, Bill Jensen, great to have you join us today. God's blessings to you. I know a lot of the students out there have all kind of departing from our campus ministries and heading home. Hopefully none of them are caught in all this mess down in Atlanta flying all over the country. But well, God's God's blessings to you uh, this Christmas tide, and thank you for the opportunity to be with you. It was a truly wonderful experience. Kudos to the Central Illinois District of the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod for all the support that they've given over the years. And of course... Thanks be to God for his gracious providence and how he's led you guys through what uh, seemed to be such a, a tragic occurrence that is that God has yet worked out for good. Well, blessings to you, Pastor. Take Keep care. Up the good work. Well, that's all we have time for here today in the Student Union. Students, great job. Finish up finals. Merry Christmas. Remember, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help.